Well, hey there. Welcome to the Kim Constable Podcast. Nobody cares. Work harder. And that is exactly what we are going to do this week is work harder because last week on the podcast, I told you that this week I was going to be recording a very special series of free live trainings inside my Million Dollar Mentor group, um, which is all about how to start, run or create, run and scale a million dollar business. And today was the first training, which I have brought to you live here today. And we are going to be turning all of the training into podcasts and uploading them here for your listening pleasure because I know that not everybody has Facebook and not everybody has the time to stream from Facebook. So if you are excited or about growing a business, if you're thinking about starting a business or you've always had a dream to start a business or maybe you have a business that you want to grow, then you are going to absolutely love these trainings. And even if you're not really into business and you're like, nah, Kim, I'm only here for the fitness, I would encourage you to listen in anyway, because as you know, I always teach life lessons inside everything that I do. It's not just about fitness. It's not just about business. It's all about life. So you might actually enjoy it and you might learn something. And you also get to listen to me prattle on in your ear for hours and hours during the week. And, you know, I just know how much you love that. No money joking. So, um, yeah, without further ado, here is the first training. Um, the recording, obviously the sound on these recordings just isn't as good as you're normally used to from me. And I apologize for that because I wasn't wearing headphones sitting in my podcasting room. I was actually sitting in my office and I do tend to shout a little bit when I record live because I just love knife training so much. So you have to excuse that the sound isn't as good as you're used to, but it doesn't take away from the quality of the training. And I do hope that you enjoy them. So enjoy the rest of the week. Um, I hope that you get a lot out of this. If you loved it, please leave me a comment and let me know. Um, how much you loved or any questions that you have and I will be sure to answer or if you want to hop into the private Facebook group and uh, join in the rest of the trainings for the week all you have to do to sign up is go to themilliondollarmentor.com themilliondollarmentor.com and you can sign up and hop into the Facebook group and get access to me and my team every single day to ask questions and get help and it's just like a thriving community in there of nearly 11,000 people, which is absolutely epic. So enjoy the training. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I won't chat to you at the end and I will see you again tomorrow for another episode of the Kim Constable podcast with these very special bonus business trainings that I'm bringing you all week. Okay. Have a wonderful rest of the day and I'm going to leave you now to go to the live training. Bye. Okay, I'm not gonna bore the tits off you with like a really long who I am and here's my backstory and, and all that kind of stuff. But there's many here. We've had about um, over 10,000 people, I think, join the challenge. We've had, uh, yeah, we've had, yeah, over 10,000 people join the challenge and, or not the challenge, this five day training. And I recognize that many of you will know who I am because you are in my other programs or you've seen me in the Sculpted Vegan, but many of you will not know who I am. So as a really, quick um who the hell am I and why should you even listen to me in the first place for those of you who don't know my name is Kim Constable um otherwise known as the sculpted vegan I am a 42 year old mother of four uh, whenever I was 37 years of age I had never stepped foot in a gym I was a yoga teacher and I homeschooled my four kids and I was a stay-at-home mom and I decided at age 37 that I was going to train as a bikini athlete and I um, went to the gym, got myself a personal trainer and was looking online. You'll hear the story, I'm sure, throughout the five days. Um, because I was a vegan, I decided to look online for um, a vegan training program that would, would take me to the stage, that would tell me what to eat, when to train, how to do it. Um, and I was willing to pay, I would have paid probably up to $3,000 for that if it existed. That's the kind of price I had in my mind. And it didn't exist. And I realized there was a massive gap in the market for a vegan bodybuilder, um, very specific uh, niche, which I'm going to go into more in the training. And I, as I was training for the stage, I created the Sculpted Vegan. It took me a year to create it, a year to get to the stage and a year to create it. I launched the Sculpted Vegan. Um, let me see. I stood on stage April 2017 for the first time. I launched the Sculpted Vegan in October 2017. I made $52,000 in my first launch. I looked for a Facebook ads company after that to do my Facebook ads. I put the company on Evergreen in the following April, so six months later. 
And in the first year of business, we turned over a million dollars. And three under three years later, um, we had a just under a five million dollar turnover in our third year of business. So we have gone pretty quickly. Um, we're building lots of other companies at the same time. But I because I was able to crack the code of how to build a really you know, successful and profitable online business, um, and I'll tell you about all the other stuff that we're doing at the minute as well, which is really exciting, I decided to use that expertise that I have. Um, and the, I seem to have something that many people don't have, which I'm going to teach actually here today. So if you're like, okay, Kim, hurry up, get to it, get to it. I'm like super impatient whenever I go in for these trainings. I'm like, hurry up and impress me because you literally have five minutes. Otherwise I'm bored and I'm out of here. So I'm mindful of that. Um, but whenever I uh, whenever I started in, in business, I realized that I had something that many, many people were missing. And that's exactly what I'm gonna teach you today. It's the first step, the first thing that you need to develop and hone. And actually it's quite easy to do it. Um, it, it takes work, but it's very simple. So you have to hone this skill, no matter whether you're starting a business, you have a business already, you have a quite a successful business, whether you're making, you know, $200,000, $300,000 a month and you want to upscale, you need to know the thing that I'm going to teach you today at any stage of business, whether you're a complete beginner and you're just looking for an idea or whether you are a seasoned business owner, what I'm gonna teach you today is the fundamental cornerstone of everything that I teach. It's something that came very naturally to me and it's only as I've gotten into business and I've realized, and I've started working with other entrepreneurs, I realized other, lots and lots and lots of people don't have this. And so um, I'm gonna be completely transparent before we get into the content. There's about 700 people on live, which is like, Great, uh, considering the time zones. So before we get into the content, I'm gonna be completely transparent and say that on Friday at the end of this training, I am going to try to sell you something. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, so I'm at the, end of the, at the end of the week on Friday, I am going to open up uh, three different opportunities that, we, that you will have to be coached by me and by my team. There's no obligation to purchase anything. I'm gonna be just, I love being upfront about things. I'm being completely honest. So there's no obligation to purchase anything on Friday. And just because we're gonna sell something on Friday doesn't mean that you're not gonna get a hell of a lot out of this training. Cause I absolutely never hold back ever in what I teach. It's not like, oh, all the good stuff comes then. You're gonna get all the good stuff now. Cause um, that's just who I am and I love helping people. Okay, so uh, let's get started. I'm just gonna pull up my notes here. Um, let me go. Da, 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 da. Okay, okay. So day one, I have called today. Uh, create a people. No, not create a people. Create a product that people want to buy. Because I've been asking loads of questions in the group this week because I wanted to figure out where everybody was and what stage they're at in their journey and what people are struggling with the most. And I think that. What I have noticed is many people in this group, the majority of the people who have answered the questions that I've asked, have a, they, they know what they're good at. They know who they wanna help. So they, they've identified, I have this skill. I have this thing I'm really good at. And I really love helping people. And, I, and this is the person that I really wanna help. And this is the amount of people that I really wanna reach. And this is whose lives I would love to transform but I have no idea how to take the skill that I have or the knowledge that I have or the, the problem that I've solved for myself or others and transfer that or communicate how fucking good I am at helping people with that into a, a product that sells. So there's this kind of, there's this um, gap, if you like, there's this, I can't think of the word, but yeah, like a gap, I guess, between the knowledge and the skills and the desire that you have to help other people and actually transferring that knowledge or communicating what you have that could help someone else to other people. There's this massive gap and I wanna help you to transverse that gap and that's what I'm gonna do now. So here's the first lesson. Just one other thing before we begin. Um, I am going at the end of every session, my beautiful executive assistant, Susie, is um, actually taking notes from all of these lives. God bless her because I talk so fast, <laughs> but she's good. She's like speed, speed typer. Um, and so she's going to take notes and we're going to create a PDF download 
to go with every single masterclass. So not only do you have the video and the trainings that you can watch the recordings of, but you will have um, a section as well or a, a download where you can get the notes. At the end of every single day, I'm going to give you homework, right? And I want you to complete the homework before tomorrow. This is like a next step program. I want you to be massive action takers. No more procrastinating. No more saying you're going to do it in the future. No more putting it to the side and thinking, yes, at some point I'll do that. I want you to take massive action. And so I'm going to give you from what I teach each day, I'm going to give you homework to do that night. And I want you to do the homework before you show up the next day. And I can't pretend that the homework's going to be like under five minutes. It might take you more than five minutes, but you know what? If you want to make a million dollars, you're going to have to learn how to fucking work hard. Okay, everything can be done in under five minutes. You're gonna have to show up and do the work. So uh, you'll be able to download that here from the group. We're gonna post it under announcements. Um, my team will organize and post everything and it'll be all organized beautifully for you every single day because we are the height of organization, except whenever I go live on the wrong page. And um, that's gonna be there for you today. Okay, so let's get into the content. Right, so number one, here's what I've written here. I'm just gonna read it exactly to you. Number one. Humans are problem solvers. We are driven to be comfortable and we want to solve any problem that makes us feel uncomfortable. We will never buy prevention, only cure. Okay, so that is the lesson I'm going to teach you today. And how am I going to teach it to you first? Well, let me tell you a quick story about me whenever I started. So, what I see and what I've seen in this group a lot is people, many people, don't start businesses because they truly want to help people. They start businesses first and foremost because they want or need to make money. So it's like the need comes first, but the helping people comes second. And the reason why I know this is because I was exactly the same. I remember whenever I was a stay-at-home mom to my four young kids and Jack was, um, my, I have four kids. My eldest now is 15 and my youngest is nine. And whenever my youngest was born, my eldest was only six. And of course I was the kind of, you know, mom who thought that they needed to have private tennis lessons and go to mini active and do all these swimming lessons and everything at the gym. So not only was I trying to run a business at the time I was, I had a language school for children. I was trying to run this business, um, but I was also trying to be a stay-at-home mom to my four kids and I had zero help. Okay, zero help at home, no housekeepers, nobody to do anything for me. Um, I really just slept very little and I worked a lot. And so I remember one day um, I was trying to get the kids out the door because we had to be at tennis lessons for whatever reason. I had to obviously wake somebody up from their nap and do something else with someone else. And then it was like, you got one of their shoes on and then they took their shoes off and you just got one child ready and you said, stay there, don't move. And then you went to get the other child ready and then the other child, and then you got that one ready and you went back and this one had like, you know, taking their shoes or a coat off again. You're like, no. So I managed to get all the kids um, I managed to get most two of them into the car, one of them into the car, run back into the house. And then I went and I got the other one into the car and the other one back into the house. And I remember then my son, Kai, he started to throw a tantrum about something because he did not want to go or whatever. He didn't want to be moved. And, and I was like trying to get him out the door. And I remember then the two that were in the car got out of the car and they came back into the house and I had the baby in the stroller and I, or in the carrier. And I remember just thinking, <gasps> You know, whenever you reach that point where you literally are up to here and you just are like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I just couldn't, I just couldn't cope anymore. And I remember just having this moment of complete and utter um, resignation is the only way I can describe it. And I remember just dropping to my knees in the middle of the hall and I just started to cry. I just dropped to my knees and I just started to cry. I just put my, ha my ha head in my hands and the baby was bawling in the carrier and I just cried and cried and cried. And of course then the kids were all coming around. They were like patting me, you know, my children kind of pat you. And they were like, mommy, mommy, are you okay? And they were like, you know, really young. And they were all, mommy, it's okay. Don't cry, mommy. And they were all patting me. And I was <laughs> like feeling like a total failure as a mother and a parent on my knees crying in the middle of the hall. And I remember thinking in that moment, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I was trying to run this other business that I had set up before I found out I was pregnant with my fourth child. Three of my children were unplanned. Only one of them was planned. And um, I didn't mean to have four children so quickly. We bought a television after Jack was born. So um, I remember just thinking, I can't do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. I have to figure out a way 
to make money and understand, okay, let me tell you something else. My, my, I didn't need to make money. My husband didn't really even want me to work. He, we were comfortable on his wage. I mean, a lot of times we had too much month at the end of our money, but we were comfortable on his wage. But I have always been the kind of person, and I don't know whether you're like this as well or not, but I've always been the kind of person who, I just, I'm just gonna say it, right? I'm gonna say what you're not supposed to say. I've always wanted to be wealthy. I've always wanted to be wealthy. And I don't mean just like, you know, kind of well off. I mean, stinking, filthy, fucking rich. Like, really, I'm, I'm not even kidding. And people are like, oh, you, shouldn't, you really shouldn't say that, Kim? You're not supposed to say it out loud. Like, I don't care if you're not supposed to say it out loud. Because I know that I'm a good person. And I know the more money I have, the more good I will do in the world. And, but also I just, I like to be able to go on nice vacations and buy nice things and, and treat my family and my friends and the ones I love and take care of them and buy them a new car if they need a new car, which I did recently for my sister or buy them, you know, whenever my other sister was made or not made redundant, but she was having financial difficulties. I paid her a wage every month because I can, you know, and that's the way, that's what I always wanted. And so whenever I, I sank to my knees in the hall, I, well, no reverse. I'd been trying to make a business. I'd been trying to grow a business because I just wanted my own money. I didn't want to be constantly having Ryan looking at the bank account. Oh, what did you spend? Oh, what did you spend this on? And what was this on? Or how much did we spend on groceries? I just felt like he was constantly telling me I was doing something wrong. Constantly saying, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And I hated that feeling because I am the kind of person when I do something, I give it my all. I do my best. So I thought there has to be another way. I have to be able to start another business that is not going to just suck up all my time, that isn't as exhausting, that isn't so much work. And I honestly thought if I start an internet company, because internet company, internet um, businesses were quite new at the time, because this was like 2011. So they really, you know, they were really just taking off. But I thought if I write an ebook, or I start an internet company, I can make, I can leverage my time better. I can work less and make more. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. Uh, but I can work less. Well, you do make more, but you don't work less. So I can make less, I can work less and make more and I can grow something bigger. Now, why am I telling you this? Because in the beginning, my desire, once I went down the rabbit hole of starting to look at ebooks, and of course, I have ebooks of blogging and online businesses, I my focus was to start an online business. I wanted to start an online business and I wanted to start it so badly it hurt. Not because I truly wanted to help people. I did. I had a great desire to help people, but I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I don't know. I have loads of skills. Like, I'm good at this and I'm good at this and I'm good at this, but I, I don't know what to do. And so I started this. So, but my, so my primary goal wasn't to, to um, help people or to transfer my skills into the working world. My primary goal was simply to make money. Now, I'm going to backtrack a little and say, it's not that you shouldn't start a business to make money, but you because it was my reason why I began. It was the thing that drove me forward. And had I not had that burning desire to have a better life, to be financially free, um, then I would never have got to where I am today. So it's okay to do the right thing for the wrong reason. But I, I don't want you to, I guess I don't want you to make the same mistakes I made, which is why I'm starting with this point and why I'm starting with this number one story, because I, I, I want to tell you what I did wrong so that you don't do it too, so that you can speed up the, the um, your journey. Because I want you to be, a millionaire. I want you to be earning five figures, six figures, seven figures. I want you to be successful in your business. I want that more than anything because it is, it's incredible whenever you get there. It's a shitload of work. It's exhausting at times, but it is wonderful being able to have financial freedom and, and live your life the way you've always wanted to live it. So I I started this business uh, called the Work at Home Mums Network. And I decided, well, what have I done? Okay, they always say like, what have you done? Or take something you're good at and make that into a business. So I thought, well, I have, you know, started and run a couple of businesses from home as a stay-at-home mom pretty successfully. And um, I thought, so I'll, I'll start a company called the Work at Home Mums Network. So, and I'll teach other moms how to create profitable businesses from home, okay? Okay, so mistake number one. <laughs> that I made. And I'm going to pull this all together, by the way. You'll you'll learn that I teach through stories. 
And then I'll, so I'll tell you a story and then I'll drop in the learning. And because you remember the story, you'll remember the learning. So that's actually another lesson. I'm going to drop in lessons the whole way through this training. Whenever you're teaching people, use stories to teach. Because the minute you say, once upon a time, you have people's attention. Okay, people switch off if you're just talking at them, but if you're engaging them with a story, then they become interested and they learn better and they listen more. So lesson number one, tell stories. So I was driving, no, so I started a business called the Work at Home Moms Network. And so I, I thought, so here is lesson number one, what I'm teaching, lesson number two, really. I'm gonna lose count of all the lessons. It's gonna be lesson one, two, A, B, C, and five. So I started a business called the Work at Home Moms Network. And the strap line of the business was helping mums to create profitable businesses from home so they can spend more time with their families. Now, it sounds wonderful, doesn't it? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I like it, Kim. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It is the worst possible fucking thing I could ever have been promoting. Do you know why? Because no self-respecting mother wants to spend more time with their children. They want to spend less time with the little bastards. What are you joking? I say that all the time. People are like, I can't believe she actually said that. Okay, so let me explain. It's not that you want to spend less time with your kids, right? But see any mother who's a stay-at-home mom, they don't want to spend more time with their families. It sounds like what you should say. It sounds like the wonderful thing, the altruistic, beautiful thing that you really should say. You know, you want to spend more time with your kids. I just want to travel with my children. I want to make more money so I can spend more time with my family. No, most moms, especially most women don't want to earn more money so they can spend more time with their family. They want to earn more money so they can have more facials and buy more Louis Vuitton and pay for fucking childcare and get a chef or a housekeeper and people to do all of these things for them. So their life is not one long drudgery of, oh my God, is it really 7 a.m. already? Right through to bedtime when you crank open the wine and life is good, you know? No, most moms don't want to spend more time with their kids. What they want is more quality time with their children. But they also want to be able to go, oh, this is so wonderful. Here, you have her for a while. <laughs> you know, we just, we want more freedom. So the fact that I was promoting creating profitable businesses from home to help more moms spend more time with their families, that is not what moms want, okay? Fundamental mistake number one. You don't sell what you think people want or what is the idealistic view of what people want. People don't want to lead happy, healthy lives. No, people do not want to lose, lead happy, healthy lives. People want to get rid of their arm fat or they want to stop shitting themselves five times a day or they want to not be incontinent or they you know they want to not be fucking miserable all day they like that's what people want they want to wake up in the morning specifically with energy and not feeling like they want to kill themselves because they've had insomnia all night and now the baby's crying and they have a cornflake stuck in their hair and their mascara is all down their face and and their husband left for work hours ago and now they're in this hell hole again for, you know, all day with their children. People don't want to lead healthy, happier lives. And the problem is most of us are too fucking focused on all of this wishy-washy shit, right? That nobody buys. Nobody buys healthier, happier lives. Or I want to help see the word empower. <laughs> Anyone who's heard me teach before a business will be like, and look, I can see a couple of you going, What's wrong, what's wrong with the word empower? I use that in my business. Okay, see if you use the word empower, stop it right now, okay? I want to empower women. What does that even mean? What does empower mean? Okay, what, like, define it for me. Is it a feeling? Is it like a, is it like $10,000 in your bank account? Is it, uh, is it I have an executive assistant, a chef? Is it, I feel confident to stand up to my husband? What does empower mean, okay? Empower is one of these wishy-washy words that people who have no fucking clue how to market their business use. And I don't want that to be you at the end of these five days. I want you to be specific with your pain points with your marketing, and that's what I'm going to teach you. So if you're using the word empower, stop it right now, okay? Cancel it out. You're like, strike through the word empower. You're not allowed to use it anymore. I'm going to tell you what you can replace it with. You're going to learn all that through the training, okay? 
So lesson number one, do not create a business to make money. I created the Work at Home Moms Network, right? Do you know the first person who bought a product from the Work at Home Moms Network? My mom, my mom, my mom was my first customer and I didn't care because I made a sale. And do you know how many, how many um, uh, memberships I sold to the Work at Home Moms Network, helping moms create profitable business from home so they can spend more time with their families? I think less than 10. I'm not even joking. I literally lost so much money creating that company, but it was great because it was a learning curve and it taught me not what, what not to do. But even though it was a spectacular flop and I didn't know at the time why it was a spectacular flop, it didn't deter me. What did I do? Closed it down, became a yoga teacher. When it wasn't working, I quit. I got out of, I got out of the business, I closed it down and I became a yoga teacher. And getting into the yoga fitness online, then I started a yoga, a yoga online business as well, which was moderately more successful, but still not as successful as the Sculpted Vegan. But it was almost like I went, work at home mom's network was the first step. Okay, had really no success, but learned a lot. Second step was Yoga Talks, which is my yoga detox company, which is still running today, which actually I have had really quite good success with now. That was the second step that taught me, you know, the second tier of my online journey and marketing. The third one was the Sculpted Vegan, which is where I had success. So just because you haven't made it now, or you have a flop, or you don't make any money, or all of that bad stuff doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means it's a step towards success, okay? But I don't want you to make the same mistake I made. So don't create a business just to make money. I created the Work at Home Moms Network simply because I wanted to make money. All I did was look at other people's content. I looked at Marie Forleo and Derek Halpern and James Wedmore and, and Lewis Howes and all of these people. And I looked at what they were doing and what they were selling and what they were, you know, all their free stuff and whatever. And I just took it in, repurposed it and regurgitated it. So it wasn't really me. It wasn't really what I knew. It wasn't really part of me. I didn't have the experience in that area to be teaching what I was teaching. Like today, I've made a couple of notes on this live, but I'm just winging it. And you're like, you don't say, <laughs> we kind of know you're winging it. Um, and it's so warm in here. So I'm going to get so sweaty. So, you know, whenever you really know what you're talking about, and you have so much experience in it. You don't have to look to other people for content ideas. You know the problems that, you're, that your audience is suffering from and you can literally step in and solve those problems. And I'm gonna teach you how to do that over these five days, okay? So bear with me. So don't create a business to make money. That's the first lesson. You have to create a business that you love. Okay, here's another point that I just wanna make before I move on. The problem, the pro and here's a problem that I see many of you suffering from, okay? This is something I really wanna hammer home. The reason why most people fail and get frustrated whenever they're starting businesses or whenever they're trying to grow their businesses is because they're impatient. They think that it should happen faster than it does. Now, I know that I grew the Sculpted Vegan from zero to $5 million in, well, we, we've actually had more than $10 million in revenue in over three years, okay? And I know that I did that fast, but don't forget I started foraying into the world of online marketing in 2011. That's nearly 10 years ago. That's when I first started looking into online marketing and it was only eBooks at the time. I wanted to write and sell an eBook. So nobody even has eBooks anymore, for God's sake. So I, it, I've been 10 years in this game. So I don't want you to be disheartened because you think that it's taking too long, but most people, unfortunately, they start a business to make money and they go, I'll just do this thing over here instead of doing the thing that they love or they're good at because it's going to be longer, they start this thing over here because they want to make money. And that is the biggest mistake you can make because you will not make money that way. Okay. Unless you have discovered, unless you're someone who like in the global pandemic realized that, you know, clippers for cutting hair were going to be like the next big thing because all the hairdressers were closed and you jumped on the clipper market and you made a fortune because you were able to predict the future. That's different. Okay. That's getting into a commodity business. But if you truly want to start a sustainable long-term business that has the potential for growth, you have to play the long game. You have to play the long game. Whenever I, I remember driving, they always used to say online, whenever you want to start a business online, it was like, do what you love. Do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. How many times have you heard that, right? Do what you're passionate about. What are you passionate about? Like if money were no object and you could do something that you love all day, what would that be? Well, for me, that was muscles. 
I've always loved muscles. I've always loved looking at muscles, growing muscles, not growing them because I never did anything towards them. But I've always like loved bodybuilders and loved, you know, stage athletes. And I've always been really into muscles. And I remember driving back from my grandma's house one day. It was a Saturday and I left the kids at home with my husband. And so I was driving back and I used to love driving by myself because then I got time to think. Then I could think about what business. I was like, what business am I going to start? What business am I going to do? Like, I have to find something. They say, do something that you love. What am I, what am I going to do? This is before the Work at Home Moms Network, okay? This is why I know that you shouldn't do this because I'll tell you what happened. I was driving and I said to myself, what business should I start? What should I do? And I said to myself, I was like, okay, what do you love, Kim? What do you love? And do you know what? Anytime anyone said to me, what do you love? What just came into my mind was muscles. I love muscles. But I didn't have any muscles. And, and so, of course, immediately muscles came into my mind. Do you know what I said to myself? That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, Kim. You're not even a personal trainer. I, and by the way, guys, I'm still not a personal trainer. People always say to me, you know, oh, but I have to do my personal training qualifications. I'm like, no, you don't. I don't have one single qualification in personal training. I'm, I'm a qualified yoga teacher, but that's it. I have no qualifications as a nutritionist, no qualifications as a as a personal trainer, no qualifications, no degree or fucking bachelor of or or masters or whatever. You don't need all that shit. Like you really, unless you're in a professional, unless you're like a psychotherapist or you're in or in a professional um, you know, like you're a doctor or you know, you need that for your career. Like you, what what is more important than qualifications? Quite often is experience. And so I was driving along thinking, I just love muscles. And then of course I went, Kim, don't be so stupid. You're not a PT. You don't have any qualifications. You don't even go to the gym. That would take far too long. So I mean, I tried on in my mind. I tried on. I was like, imagine all the things I would have to do. I'd have to get a qualification as a PT. I'd have to start training in the gym. When would I even have time to go to the gym? I'd have to find a personal trainer. I'd have to build my body. Like, how can I, how can I make that into my business? This is what I thought. How many years ago? Seven years ago, eight years ago, eight years ago, I dismissed the idea of starting some kind of fitness company because I was like, it would take too long. <laughs> I, I dismissed it because I thought it would take too long. So I started the Work at Home Moms Network and then I did yoga and then I did whatever. And I obviously it's all worked out perfectly if you believe in the universe and perfect working out and whatever, which I really don't, to be honest. Um, but it's not that I don't. But anyway, that's a discussion for another day. Um, I, what I want to say to you is if you think it'll take too long, if it's your passion, but you think it's going to take too long, don't, don't, don't dismiss it. At least look into what it's going to take to do it and accept the fact that it's going to take you far longer than you think. There is no quick fix. I know that we hooked you all in with, I made a million dollars in my first 12 months. You see, hooked you in, you're all here. That's smart marketing. Because the marketing that we practice in my company is sell them what they want, but give them what they need. Okay. It's called a Trojan horse marketing strategy. Sell them what they want. I hooked everybody in with make a million dollars in 12 months. In three years, I turned over $5 million and I can teach you how to do it too. So you're all here. Notebook in, in hand, right? <laughs> like fucking, okay, Kim, teach me how to make a million dollars. Okay. Hooked you in with that. Now here's the hard truth. You're not going to do it in 12 months. <laughs> Sorry, but you're not. I'll never sugarcoat it, okay? I hooked you in with what you want, but now I'm going to give you what you need. You, you need to be patient. It's going to take longer than you think. But that's good to know that because now you're prepared and you won't think whenever it doesn't happen in 12 months that you're doing it wrong. You're not doing it wrong often. Sometimes you are, but that's good because then learning is failure is learning and learning is how we grow. So... It's not that you're doing it wrong. It's that it is as hard as it looks. In fact, harder. And it should be. But so don't go the, I just want to make money really quickly route. Because if you want to, if you go the, I need to make money really quickly route, you'll try this business and this business and this business and this business and this business. And if you actually never give up, right? If you really commit and never give up, you might finally, like I did, actually come back to the thing that I thought about when I was driving home from my granny's nine years ago, which was, I only love muscles. And look at me now. Fucking buns and guns, baby. Like I am now a, I own the world's largest online vegan bodybuilding company. If I had just done it then, I look back and I go, Christ, if I had just started in the gym or found a personal trainer or done something, because the minute I stepped foot in that gym and I started training and I started lifting weights, I felt like I had come home. I felt like I had arrived. I was like, I meant, I, this is what I was meant to do my whole life. 
And then I realized I could stand on stage. I'd always had harbored this secret dream of standing on stage. And I realized that I could do it. Had I done it then, nine years ago, I would be so much further on. So don't start a business to make money. Don't make choices unless you're really far down the road. And even then, like at the minute, sometimes in the business, I do make decisions just to make money, but it's usually, I never would sacrifice something I love to do just to make money. If I can make money and do something I love at the same time, that's perfect. Like that's like the sweet spot. So never make choices just because you need to make money because you'll just go the long route. And the reason why I'm telling you this is there's many people in this group, many thousands of people in this group who may be tempted to go that route or route, as you say in America. Um, don't do it, okay? Don't do it. Be patient. Okay, time check, good. Lesson number two. Create a business that solves a specific problem. Okay, so we're gonna go back to the word empower or, um, <laughs> well, we're not actually, let me tell you a story. So whenever I, whenever I started training, so let's, let's stick with my personal journey. Whenever I started training, I went to the gym myself. I downloaded a gym program and I, I, I went to the gym and I, I did this gym program for about three months. Was it three months? April, April, May, June, yeah, about three months. And I, my body started to change because I really, I realized that this is what I was meant to do. I trained really hard. I was really consistent. I went every day. I loved it so much. My body started to change. And so then I started to think, you know what? I think I could do a bikini competition. I'd seen a couple of girls online on Facebook and stuff, and they were doing competitions. And I thought, I could do that. So I found a trainer and I went to, and I remember messaging him. And interestingly, for those of you who know Laura, who is my head trainer in Team Sculpted Vegan, Laura's ex-husband, Curtis, was my first trainer. So I've known Laura for years and she was actually with, she actually helped Curtis to devise like my first training program and my prep for the stage. It's so funny how it comes full circle. So anyway, I, um, I went to the gym and I started training with Curtis and I said to him, um, I want to train for a bikini competition. And he said, no problem. That's what I do. I train girls for bikini competitions. I said, great. And I said, there's just one problem. And he said, what's that? And I said, uh, I'm vegan. And he was like, oh shit. What does that mean? He was like, do you eat fish? I was like, no, a fish is not a swimming vegetable. <laughs> so then he was like, oh shit. Okay. Uh, do you eat uh, any meat at all? Well, no, a vegan generally means you don't eat meat and you don't eat dairy. In fact, you don't eat any animal products. He was like, oh, shit, okay. So he said, I'm really sorry, but I have no idea how to train a vegan. And I said, look, don't worry about it. It's fine. I can figure it out. I said, I've been, I've been studying nutrition for 20 years, which I had because I'm obsessed about the human body and nutrition and all the rest of it. And health is very important to me. So I said, um, I'll figure out the nutrition part. You just train me. And he said, no problem. So I thought to myself, I went home that night and because I had obviously been looking, you know, I've been trying to start online businesses for years. I knew that such a thing existed online as training programs that you could purchase that would teach you how to do specific things. So because I'd bought courses before on, you know, creating an, an online network. I'd bought Facebook ad courses. I'd bought courses on funnels and, you know, I'd, I'd bought different courses teaching me how to do specific things. And so I thought, well, I know rather than me figure this out myself, I'll just go online and I'll just find the program out that, you know, I'll just find someone who's a vegan bikini athlete or a vegan bodybuilder who has a get to the stage prep program. And I'll just download that and I'll just do everything they tell me. Cause I'm, I'm a really good soldier. If you tell me what to do, I will just do it. I don't question it. I won't. If I, if I see, if I'm like, okay, this is my problem. Oh, you have the answer. And here is exact, and you're the expert. And here's exactly what you've told me to do. I don't deviate. I don't like, you know, pretend or change or add in my own shit. I just do it. So I went online and I typed in, not with two fingers, cause I touched type. So I was like, uh, vegan bodybuilding stage program. Nothing. Shit. Okay, uh, bikini vegan stage program. Like I was very specific about what I wanted. I it wasn't just a, I didn't just want like a diet. It wasn't like a vegan diet, vegan gym diet. It was get me to the stage that I was specific about what I was looking for. And this is what you have to think about, okay? So think about this while I'm talking. What is your customer going online to search for? What are the problems they are searching for? How do you know what the problems they're searching for are? 
you have probably searched for them in the past. So I'm going to teach you about projection as well. Well, woven in throughout this training, but projection is basically I am. So therefore I assume you are too. So I was typing in vegan bodybuilding, and then I started to go wider, vegan bodybuilding program. And then, so there was a couple of things came up. There was like fit vegan chick, and then there was vegan bodybuilding. There was someone, I uh, can't remember, vegan bikini athlete or something, but nothing, nothing specific. I, I found like one program where this girl had like bronze, silver, and gold packages where she coached you for three months, but it only opened at a certain time and closed at a certain time. She only took a specific amount of people. And I was like, and she was in Australia. So I was like, no, I don't want that. I want the cookie cutter program. I want the cookie cutter. I'm the kind of person who I want. I just like to do it myself. So just give me the cookie cutter program. I'll download it. I'll read it. I'll follow it. I'm a mother of four children. I'm really busy. I don't have time to show up to coaching programs at specific times. I just want you to give me the program and tell me what to do. And it didn't exist. I searched and searched and searched and it didn't exist. And my brain went, ding, 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 ding. And literally I went, oh my God, there is a gap in the market for a product like this that I could leverage, like a, an online program that would, that would take people from zero to standing on stage within a specific time frame. Um, and, it, and it doesn't exist. And I, in my mind, I was going, how much would I be willing to pay for this? And I was thinking, Okay, if I was a payment plan, I could pay it off over time. I'd probably be willing to pay a thousand to two thousand dollars, but at a stretch, I'd probably go to three thousand. Now, I wouldn't have told my husband I paid three thousand for it. I definitely would have lied to him about that. So I would have put it on a credit card that he couldn't see, and I would have paid it off over time. Not even kidding. But I was in my mind going, you know, that's whenever people say to me, oh, you know, oh, my customer has no money. They don't want to spend money. Let me tell you, people will always find the money. I would have made cuts in other areas to afford that program. Okay. And I would have paid it off over time. People can always find the money when it's important to them. Remember what I said in the very beginning, people don't buy prevention. They buy cure. People do not pay for prevention. They pay for cure. You will never sell someone a get to the stage as a bikini athlete program for some time they might want to do it in the future. Okay. Never. So I was, I was looking specifically for an answer to this problem and I had a credit card ready to pay for it. And I just thought if I'm searching for the answer to this problem, there are millions of women all over the world also searching for the answer. And because I had niched really hard into, or niched, as you call it in America, I have to always like do the two definitions. People are like, niched, niched, what does that mean? It's like leisure and leisure. We say leisure, you say leisure. So I had to, because I had niched really hard into the vegan, vegan woman in her third, late 30s who wanted to stand on stage, didn't just want to get fit, okay? Fit is not definable. You know, get fit, happy, and healthy, uh -uh. not definable. Mine was stand on stage, sculpt the body of a physique athlete on a vegan diet, even if you've never stepped foot in the gym. Specific. It wasn't download my program and you will get healthy, happy, and fit, and you don't even need to eat animals to do it. No. Okay. That is absolutely the wrong way to market your programs. Mine was sculpt the body of a physique athlete. So anyone in their mind who was going, ooh, I want to look like a physique athlete. I knew I was marketing to a mindset. That's what my program was. So I saw this very specific gap in the market and I decided to create the program to solve it. Let me just check my notes. So I said, um, if you have solved your own problem or you have solved one for your clients with great success, then you have a perfect product. So whenever you have solved your own problem, then you can guarantee there will be millions of people online in the world who have the exact same problem. Uh, but a lot of times we're not specific about these problems and that's what I'm gonna teach you in the next lesson. So hold on, just checking my time. Okay, 10 more minutes. Oh my God, I talk so much and time flies so fast. Okay, so products solve problems. If you're not clear on the problem, you will never sell a product. But when you're clear on the exact problem you're solving, people naturally will find you because they are already searching for a solution. 
So think of me at my computer, okay? I was searching for vegan bikini bodybuilding program. I was actually had the word stage in there, vegan stage athlete bikini model program. Like the, I was all combinations of words. I was very specific. People just don't go, oh, uh, lose weight fast. That's not what they put in. Well, they do put in actually lose weight fast. That is a very search term. But a lot of times, you know, whenever you can be hyper specific about what people are searching for, that is the key to selling. Okay. Moving on. Lesson number three. This is the last lesson of today's, um, of today's lesson. And then there's going to be homework for you to do. Lesson number three, practice deep empathy because people don't buy prevention. They buy cure. Now, what is empathy? Most people market to prevention, okay? But they don't actually try someone on and feel what they're feeling and market to that. The easiest way that I can describe this to you is say using, uh, say selling Advil, okay? Headache tablets. If you had never experienced a headache or never experienced pain, you wouldn't think to purchase a headache tablet or actually a better example, okay, because a lot of people have experienced pain and we've taken prescription medicine from when we were young, is dog wormers, okay? So I bought a, a dog, a Boston Terrier. We've always had dogs our entire lives. So I bought a Boston Terrier a couple of years ago, two years ago, and he had all these kind of digestive problems as a puppy. And we were like, what the hell is wrong with this dog? Okay. Turns out he had dog IBS. But what did I do? Right. I didn't know about dog IBS. I just went to the supermarket and I just picked up whatever puppy food was in the supermarket. Cause that's what I did with our previous dog. who was a Springer Spaniel. I didn't know anything about Boston Terriers having like sensitive stomachs and short, short. Now I know everything about a fucking Boston Terrier's digestive tract. Let me tell you, they have short bowels and small stomachs and oh my God, and all this crazy shit going on. So now buddy, our Boston Terrier has to get this special low fat food from the vet. And he has to have low fat dog meat and low fat. No, he's not a vegan dog. Because we tried him on the vegan diet because I was like, I gotta have a vegan dog. Guys, sculpted vegan, sculpted Boston Terrier. No. The vegan diet was not a good diet for Buddy. Multiple diarrhea several times a day. So um, Buddy eats meat and Buddy has a very special low-fat diet. And also Buddy, when he first came to us, had a really bad case of worms. Now, do you think that whenever I went and collected our beautiful Boston Terrier Buddy, that I also went to the vets and picked up worming tablets and special low-fat dog food that isn't going to irritate his IBS? No, because I had no need to, because I was just buying a perfect little Boston Terrier as far as I was concerned. I wasn't going to go and buy everything that I needed, unless you're a massive hypochondriac, maybe people do that sometimes, but I wasn't going to purchase all of this shit that I didn't need because people don't buy prevention. And even if someone had said, here, Kim, you should get this really good dog wormer for your dog. You know what I would have said? My dog doesn't have worms, but your dog might get worms at some point in the future. And it's only going to cost you $10. I would have said, well, if the need arises, then I'll go and buy the dog rubber, okay? People don't buy prevention, they buy cure. The minute Buddy had worms, I was like, you, with the, do with the dog warning tablets, the $10 tablets, come here quick. <laughs> I was like, give me all the worming tablets, because he had worms. You know, give me the food that doesn't make him shit everywhere and have diarrhea or be constipated. Now, I was, I was purchasing cure, right? So people don't buy prevention, they buy cure. But in order to be able to to sell the solution to someone, you have to have a deep empathy and you have to really be able to try them on. So what does this mean? Well, let me see what, what examples I've given you here. Um, okay, general examples. So I've written these down in the thing. So what do I mean by this? I'm gonna try and be more specific because we've only got a few minutes left. So a general problem that I see a lot of people marketing to is I want to lose weight, okay? I wanna lose weight. And so, you know, you see all these things. Do you want to lose weight? Or people will say, you know, um, I see all these challenges all the time. I actually showed one to my husband this morning. It's constantly coming up with a very well-known fitness model. And it's called the Eight Week Empower. Oh, fuck, I hate that word. The Eight Week Empower program. And I was like, what does that even mean? Yes, there's a fit girl in the picture. So you can get guess eight weeks, bodybuilding, lose weight, something. But the eight week empower program, what does that even mean? It's not specific, okay? 
So I want to lose weight or the eight week empower program or the eight week get fit program. No, stop it, okay? Here is what people want. Here's a specific problem. So listen to the difference. General problem, I wanna lose weight. That is a problem that people have. Here's the specific problem. I am impatient and I want quick results. In fact, I want insane results and I want them fast. I don't mind working my ass off to get them. I am the kind of person who enjoys hard work. I like being the outlier, the one who does hard shit. In fact, I pride myself on it. Give me the most insane workout that exists and I'm defiant enough to show you that I can do it. Do you know who I'm describing there? Me. Whenever I do something, I want it to be the hardest thing that I can possibly do because I enjoy doing really hard things. In fact, if I don't feel like I've died at least once in every workout that I do, I don't feel it was worth it. So I am that kind of person. So naturally, I create those kinds of programs for people and I can try on other people who are like that. Now, that doesn't mean that every person is that I, you know, and that, and so actually, you know what? I'll backtrack a little bit. You wanna make sure that you know your audience whenever you're selling. You wanna make sure that you're marketing to a specific, pro, a specific person. It's not like, oh, my programs will suit everybody. They might suit everybody. They might work for everybody. My Sculpted Vegan programs work for everybody, but not everybody wants to do them. Why? Because they're insanely fucking hard. They're bodybuilder style shreds. They're bodybuilder style programs. You have to leave your soul on the gym floor. You have to train to failure. So people who don't like that kind of training and don't like that kind of messaging will detest my programs. But because I know myself so well and I can describe myself so well, I have a deep empathy for my own struggle I can put that into words and I can look at you standing there. Maybe you're 100 pounds overweight, 200 pounds overweight. It doesn't matter. And you, you, if you look at me and you go, fuck, wow, I'd love to look like you. Then I, I can look at you and I can try on what you must feel like on the inside. You know how? Because I used to feel like that too. So I can have a deep empathy for how you feel. I can say to you, don't you just look at women like that and you just, you just, would love to look at they're like, yes. You're like, can you just imagine walking down a beach in a thong with a sculpted six pack, muscles rippling, bronzed, you know, like flipping your hair. You're like, yes, yes, oh my God, I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to be that way. I'm like, you know, do, do you not just have this feeling in the pit of your stomach that, oh, you just, you just look in the mirror and you just are willing your glutes to grow. You're just looking at them from all angles and wondering if you put another half an inch on them since the last time and every time you're doing a, a glute bridge and you're thrusting you're thinking mind mind to glute mind to glute mind to glute and you're thrusting and you're willing those glutes to grow and people are like yes yes that's what it's like that's empathy okay that's that's truly understanding what someone is feeling on the inside and being able to convey that in your marketing so this person reads your marketing, sees your videos, reads your words and goes, yes, this person is for me. But you have to know yourself really, really, really well in order to be able to do that. And that is where most people struggle. Okay, let me run through another couple of specific problems before we finish. Um, general problem, I need to earn more money. Specific problem. I just pulled these out of thin air today, by the way. I need a way to earn money that I can do in under two hours a day. Why? That's a specific problem. I need to earn money is a, is a problem. I need to earn money in under two hours a day is a specific problem. Why? I'm a stay-at-home mom with limited time and resources who needs to earn money. Putting my kids in daycare would cost more than any salary I would earn working in a job. I feel completely stuck. I don't even know when I would find time to work on a business, let alone which one I would start. But I really hate not having my own money and being financially dependent on my husband. Do you see how specific I went with that marketing? See, how I was able to describe that woman and how she might feel. How do I know how she might feel? Because I was once that woman. But even if I'm not that woman, even if I'm, even if I'm discussing, even if I'm thinking of a man, even if I'm, you know, a man who, who wants to earn more money, I can try on what it must feel like to be a dad. I can feel like, you know, I, I know what it's like to be, to be responsible for my children and their safety and their well-being. 
I can try on what it must feel like for a dad every day to have to get up to work and to go and work in a job that he hates and to never have the opportunity to take time off because he's pregnant, to not have that. Many men don't never even have that that opportunity or that, um, the can't think of the word, but the the option even to stay at home with the children because they're the main breadwinners. Bread they don't have that, oh, will I go back to work or will I not? They're just like, no, you got to get up every day and you got to work and you got to take care of your family. You got to take care of your kids. You got to take care of your wife. You are a tool. You are a machine. You are, you know, you don't get to have feelings. You don't get to wonder, you know, is are you making the best choice with your life? You just got to get up and do hard shit and feed your family. So I can try on what it must be like to be a man, to have the struggles that a man would have, even though I'm not a man and I've never been one. And I probably never will be. So, you know, you, 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 it's the ability to look at someone else. Empathy is the ability to look at someone else and to try on what they must be feeling. And even if you've never had that specific experience, try on another area in your life where you have had that experience, where you have been left behind, where you have had people turn on you, where you have lay in bed at night not being able to sleep because you're worried about something. Someone who's lying in bed at night worrying about money is the same as someone who's lying in bed at night worrying about being bullied or someone who's lying in bed at night worrying about a loved one who's dying of cancer. Lying in bed at night worrying is the same for everybody. The, the subject, the thing you're worrying about may be different, but the feeling of lying there worrying is the same. And if you've ever lay in bed at night and awake and worrying, you can try on someone else regardless of the situation. And this is one of the most important things that you can do to move yourself forward. Even if you're just like trying to find an idea for a business, even if you're just like, I know that I'm meant to be successful. I know I'm meant to be rich. That was me years ago. I know I'm put on this earth to do greater things than I'm doing right now. If you know that as you keep searching, keep searching, be like a detective. Don't give up. Be absolutely committed to the process. And I'm going to teach you over the next five days exactly what you can do to not only find that great idea or to take an idea that you have and really hone it and make it into something special or to catapult your business to the next level, learning these skills. Let me just see what else I was talking about today. There's Okay, so there's homework for tonight. Okay, I've given you loads more examples here, which are going to go in the PDF download, which we're going to upload directly after this live. So um, loads of different problems here, which uh, are going to help you with this. But here is your homework for tomorrow. Okay. Your homework is in one sentence, write down a problem that you would like to solve for your customer. You don't need to write this down because um, it's in it's in the PDF. In one sentence, write down a problem that you would like to solve for your customer or for a, a solve with your business or solve with someone or for someone. How does this problem manifest itself? What are the symptoms? And I give you examples here. And then question number three, describe the real problem below. How is your customer feeling? How does having this problem affect them? So those are the three um, exercises that I want you to do. And I want you to do them for tomorrow. Commit to showing up and taking action. Okay? Show up and take action. Don't be a passive don't be a passenger in these five days. Don't just show up and kind of listen and think, oh yeah, it's nice, I'll get to that at some point in the future. Be someone who takes action. Won't take you long to do this. You can sit down and don't overthink it, just write, okay? Don't overthink it, just be like, just let it, just see the example and just let it come to you, just let it flow. And if it doesn't flow and you're struggling, dig deep. Go inside and say, well, if I was this person, this is projection, I was this person, how would I be feeling? Because you don't actually, you can't ever actually know how someone else is feeling. You can only know how you would be feeling if you were them. So if you were them, how would you be feeling? You have to practice this skill every single day. People ask me all the time, and we are going to finish now. I'm actually going to look at um, a couple of the comments. Um, I, people ask me every single day how I create and sell the, the, the amount of programs that we do. We just launched a program called Buns and Guns, right? And it was a $97 program. We sold 4,300 copies in the first two weeks. So that's $430,000 in revenue from a $97 program. And people are like, how did you do that? Like, I know how to speak to people. I know how to listen deeply 
to the things that they want and then create the solutions to their problems. I never, I, you know, people think that I'm some kind of marketing fucking genius. Okay. I'm not, I don't have anything that you don't have, but you know what I have? Actually, I do have something that you don't have. Do you know what I have that you don't have? Probably. I have the ability to listen deeply and I have the ability to trust my gut. So I listen. People ask me how I create all these, these programs that make millions of dollars. The eight-week butt camp. The eight-week butt camp has grossed us over $1.7 million since we released it last June. And it's a $97 program. I'm going to say it again. $1.7 million in less than 12 months from one $97 program. How? Am I some kind of incredible marketing genius? No. I just kept seeing everywhere. Okay, there's only one butt guy on the market, Brett Contreras. Really, there's a couple of other smaller ones, but they're not even really well known or doing anything. And those who are, who do have butt programs, they're generally quite shitty or there's far too much information in them. And everywhere on the internet, there's scrunch bum leggings and scrunch bum shorts and everything is about the booty and the glutes. And people are constantly talking in Facebook forums and in my Facebook groups and on Instagram and asking for the best exercises to grow their glutes. So I saw a consistent pattern. People are asking on Instagram how to grow their, grow their glutes. People are asking on Facebook how to grow their glutes. People are investing in all of these glute accentuating, uh, this glute accentuating apparel. There's only one glute guy out there really teaching. And I, I, I went to him and I was like, I want to create this program. Do you want to endorse it for me? He was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And we he endorsed it for me whenever I first launched it. And so I was like, great, this is something that everybody wants. And there's only one person servicing this market. So I created the eight-week butt camp that can be done from home because we were in the middle of a global pandemic and gyms were closed. Jackpot, ding, 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 jackpot. I'm not some kind of crazy marketing genius. I just walk around with my eyes fucking open, open, looking for opportunities and looking for patterns. I look for patterns. I look for what people are asking for. Start listening to what people are asking for. And when you start listening to what they're asking for and you start looking for what they're asking for and you start looking everywhere, what are the consistent problems that people are asking for solutions for in the Facebook groups and the forums that you're members of that are part of your thing that you're selling, then create programs around those. People are like, I just don't know what program to create. I just don't know what to do. Like, it's all so confusing. And I'm like, well, what are, what, what are the problems that people are asking to solve in your area, in your niche? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, why do you not know? Like, just go and find, find out where the people are hanging out and look at what their problems are. And they, um, they're like, oh, right. Like, I'll give you a really quick example about this before we go. So I, uh, whenever I wanted to relaunch my Yoga Talks program, one of the uh, Yoga Talks hits it's a it's a 30 day 28 day detox program that cleanses the digestive system the liver the skin and kidneys and the adrenals in four different weeks and the effects of the of the detox are astounding right so we could actually market the yoga talks as many many different things but whenever i first launched yoga talks do you know what i marketed it as this is before i knew what i know now i marketed it as um the 28 day cleanse to live a vibrant and healthy life free from disease Sounds fucking lovely, doesn't it? Nobody bought it. Nobody wants to live a vibrant and happy life free from disease, okay? No, unless you have a disease right now, you ain't gonna buy it, you ain't gonna buy to prevent one, okay? Because nobody thinks they're ever gonna get sick. So nobody buys the prevention of a disease. Nobody buys, what does even what does it even mean to live a vibrant and healthy life? What the fuck does vibrant mean? Like I look vibrant now because my my skin is glowing because I'm sweaty, right? Is this vibrant? Is this like what the Duga Talk sells? No, it's not measurable. It's not definable. So um, whenever I decided to launch Duga Talks after I realized that you don't launch programs that empower women and help them to live vibrant, healthy lives, I realized that one of the things I get asked about the most and one of the things I see all the time on my friends' Instagram pages is bloating. Bloating, a massive problem for women. And I know why bloating occurs because I study the human body. And so I was like, bloating, hmm, do yoga talks helps with bloating? Uh, let's run a webinar all about bloating, 
all about how to, um, and we couldn't say bloating and for Facebook ads, we had to say like uh, flatten the tummy um, and all this. And I talked about my story about bloating and about reducing my midsection because that's what every woman wants is to get rid of her mum tum, her spare tire and to reduce bloating. I created a, a webinar, a free training all around bloating. We had 24,000 people sign up for it because bloating is a massive problem that women suffer from. So I didn't say, join my webinar and learn how to live a vibrant, healthy life and prevent disease into the future. Do you know how many people I would have got signing up for that? Zero. Maybe like my mother and my sister, maybe my best friend. <laughs> but that's it, right? Bloating, 24,000 people. So I didn't go, I didn't judge it and go, oh, well, I don't, I don't really want to sell bloating because bloating isn't sexy. I was like, no, 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 no. Sell them what they want. Give them what they need. It's a Trojan horse marketing strategy. What people want is a quick fix for loading. What they got, complete lifestyle overhaul and change. So what they got was the vibrant, healthy life, which is disease-free. What they bought was bloating, the cure for bloating. So you have to look for what are the problems? What are the things that your people are talking about? What are the questions they're asking? What do they want solutions for? What are people posting all the time in your Instagram feed? People are putting, posting my bloated tummy, my before, my after, my, you know, and you don't really see before and after bloatings anymore. But like a year or two ago, bloating was the buzzword. Now it's not bloating, now it might be something else. What are people doing the before and after of? That's what you need to market to. You don't judge it, you just find it, you deliver the, the solution to it and you change their life with the solution. So you sell them what they want, you give them what you need. You guys are hooked you in here with make a million in 12 months. Now I'm not gonna teach you how to make a million in 12 months. I'm gonna teach you how to build a big fucking business, which is gonna take a long time, but will make you millions of dollars if you actually listen to me and do as I say. And on that note, I'm really sorry. We've got a little bit over today, but I hope it was worth it. And tomorrow, what do I wanna talk about tomorrow? Tomorrow we are gonna talk about how to deliver the solution, okay? So what are we going to talk about tomorrow? I'll give you a little bit of a, a sneak preview. Um, how will you create and deliver the product? These are the steps I've written. Uh, step number two, don't think about what the customer wants. Think about what they need. You are the expert. It's not about what giving them what they think they want. You have to be authoritative. So I'm going to teach you how to do that. Because loads, loads of people here are like, I'm suffering from imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is like gaslighting. Gaslighting is the buzzword at the minute. Everyone thinks they're being fucking gaslighted. I didn't even know what it was until recently. It's a very American thing. I slag the Americans off a lot, but I love them. They're my best friends. Um, and so, yeah, uh, imposter syndrome seems to be a thing. Oh, well, I have imposter syndrome. So I could not possibly build a business because I am suffering from imposter syndrome. Self-diagnosed imposter syndrome. I'm like, really? Nobody cares. Work harder. <laughs> Who cares if you have imposter syndrome? That really just means you're nervous and you need to shut the fuck up and do it anyway. So um, I'm gonna teach you how to do that. Uh, and step number three, make it simple, if not simpler, because less is always more. So tomorrow we're gonna teach you how to package this problem that you have um, found that you're gonna deliver the cure for. We're gonna teach you tomorrow how to package it, how to wrap it up with a big bow, make it look pretty. And then over the next, three, four, and five days, you're gonna teach you how to sell it, how to make $50,000 in your first launch, specifically, step-by-step, step, the numbers are all laid out for you. And then day five, I'm gonna teach you how to scale to a million in 12 months. Again, very specifically, step-by-step, step, laid out numbers. You can bring your calculator, type into it, and figure it out for your business, and that's what we're gonna learn over the next five days. Guys, thank you so much if you showed up live. I think there were 900, nearly 1,000 people on, which was epic. Um, if you wanna watch this again, we're gonna put under announcements, so you absolutely can. And we're gonna put up the PDF as soon as that's ready too. Otherwise, this was great. I love teaching live. It's my favorite thing in the world to do. Thank you for showing up, showing up for yourself. Don't forget to do your homework. It's gonna be under announcements in just a few minutes. Love you all. See you tomorrow, 4 p.m. UK time. Be there or be square. This is Kim Constable, Overnight. Oh!